The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Impact Wrestling Press Pass podcast. This is Ross Foreman, and as we get going here, let me bring in Josh Matthews. Josh, how you doing today? Well, Ross, I'm fine. I'm fine, buddy. Uh, I, I, I won't be able to join for the entire press pass today. Uh, I've got a call at 2.30, so uh, I, I don't really care how you are. So can we just uh, maybe get through all the uh, sort of press secretary stuff we got to get through and then uh bring on the bring on the guest sure i'm doing great thanks for asking uh i know i said i don't care how you're doing okay well then what what do you have to enlighten us with you get you got some news you got some something Uh, not a lot of news just just some updates uh big stuff happening friday tomorrow mike elgin uh will be in the main event against uh johnny impact and rich swan eddie edwards versus madman fulton moose and tommy dreamer ty valkyrie sue young Tessa Blanchard and Jake Crist. So that's everything going down Friday. Um, tickets are still available for Slammiversary, which of course is live Sunday, July 7th in Dallas, Texas. Uh, we've got some media things happening in and around Dallas that will probably come out next week. Um, July 5th, San Antonio, Bash at the Brewery. That'll be on Impact Plus live. Uh, July 6th in Houston uh, with Booker T and Reality of Wrestling. Had a great conversation with Booker yesterday. Uh, really looking forward to that show on uh, on Saturday the 6th. And then, of course, Slamiversary on the 7th. Tickets for Fallout uh, went on sale earlier this week. Fallout will be a television taping live in uh, Toronto, just outside of Toronto at Battle Arts. So the Don Kolov Arena at Battle Arts Academy on July 14th. That's a Sunday show. Uh, tickets are still available. They actually, like I said, just went on sale earlier this week at impactwrestling.com, so you can get tickets for that. Um, August, we will probably announce next week that we'll have uh, our Impact Plus, plus our Twitch, plus another night of uh, Impact Wrestling television tapings, uh, August uh, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Um, I'll wait for graphics and all sorts of fun teases uh, to come out before I announce those, but those will be in California. And then uh, Mexico in the middle of August, and then uh, September, October, November will be here before you know it. So uh, we uh, just got the phone actually with Scott Demore a couple of minutes ago talking about September and October. So uh, just things moving, things happening um, here in Impact Wrestling as we look forward to TV tomorrow night, and then of course uh, Slam Anniversary on July 7th. Uh, I don't think Ross that I missed any uh, pressing. Pressing uh, announcements. No, I'll, I'll give it to you. You, I think you did cover everything. Thank you very much. So I, I am going to let you talk to two of my favorite guys on the Impact roster, 
Um, I'll stay on for a few minutes if there's any questions from the media for me. Um, but I, I, I think we should open it up now because Cody Deaners probably had 17 uh, bud heavies while uh, he's been waiting. What about Cousin Jake? Cousin Jake, I think he could probably drink like a keg of beer and still be fine. Drive the tractor around. All right. Well, let me uh, bring the two of them on here for a second here. Where are we at here? Okay, let's bring in uh, Cody Deaner. Do I have you, Cody? You got me. Uh, And, yeah, I'm only about nine butt heavies in. I'm not like 10 or 11 deep yet, just nine. Uh, so, but I am feeling good and I'm feeling good. And Ross, I, I care how you are. Uh, unlike Josh, I, I do care how you're doing today. How are Thank, you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for asking. You're, you're actually one of my favorites. Oh, jo- well, see, Josh, we don't have to talk about him. And you're one of my favorite guys that makes things happen behind the scenes. Uh, Josh is the guy that, uh, he gets all the credit, but we all know the, the real <laughs> guy behind the scenes that's doing all the work is really you, Ross. So yes, I, I, you are also one of my favorite people. Thanks. Uh, Josh, you can sign off at any point you like on this call. I, mean, I, didn't, realize, I didn't realize that I got all the credit. I, somebody let me know where that credit is that, uh, that I'm getting for all this work. Well, one of the things is you've been invited to the Diener compound probably like 17 times. Uh, you've never come uh, to hang out with me, me and Jake. So I'm going to actually have to put out the, the invitation to you, Ross. You are invited to the Diener compound for some camping, some fishing, some four wheeling, oh any any time, when? anytime you J- just want. Just tell you me, come. just tell me the, the the time and the place, and I will be there. Every, he told you. He said anytime you want at the Diener compound. He told you. You're That's right. Anytime. anytime. Josh, like you're you not needing this conversation. This is with Cody and I. <laughs> it sounds like you don't want to go to the compound. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to book an airline ticket right now. Does you United go. fly you there? You can't fly there. You can't fly there. Oh. Well, really? you can you you can fly you fly in, but then you got a four wheel in, and it's a secret location. So we'll talk after this because Josh has never actually come, so he doesn't even know where it is. I don't know what he's talking about. He doesn't actually even know the secret location because he's never shown up. But we'll we'll talk glamping. after, and we'll give you the but secret Tony, location. We go glamping, right? Like we don't have to actually go camping. Like like I know cousin Jake likes to go glamping. Well, cousin Jake. Um, some days, you know, if he's if he's drank like one or two kegs, like you said earlier. Um, he wants to kick up his feet in, in comfort. So yes, he's been known to glamp a little bit and yeah. And of course, Josh Matthews isn't going camping. He's going glamping. Do you know what glamping is Ross? I'm sure it has something to do with him staying at the Marriott hotel. (laughs) It's glamorous camping is what it is. And that's the only kind of camping that Josh will do is glamping. So you don't have to go glamping Ross. You can come camping with the Deaners anytime. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm down on that. What, what do you think, Josh? You, nothing less than Marriott for you? I mean, look, the sacrifices that I've made for this company, I, I once had to stay at a four-star hotel. So let's just keep everything in perspective, okay? All right, well, we'll, we'll skip over that. But, we, you know, we got him here. Let's, uh, Cousin Jake, how you doing today? I'm good, good. I was just listening to uh, Cody talk to you like you might owe him money, trying to suck up to you a little bit, but that's all right. <laughs> There's no. You still owe me. I've, only, bucks, I've only heard. I've only heard Cody talk to people that way. If they owed him at least a dollar. Uh, no, I mean I think I paid you up in uh, New York. We we settled that little arrangement, didn't we? We, we and you, we, we our debts were settled. It's Jake that owes me money. 
Jake still owes me twenty bucks for the for the two star hotel that we stayed in. Well, I don't know the four star stuff is that Josh is talking about. I'm more of a two star kind of guy. Same. We're two star two star dudes. So, cousin Jake, I got to ask you about the uh, the workout routine that uh, Cody has put you through. Oh man, did you see the video? Well, I, I've seen it. That's why I want to ask. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's certainly not what you find at LA Fitness. I, I prefer it that way. I'm not a big fan of LA Fitness, so you uh, you take me to the farm and I'll I'll put in work there. Alrighty, sounds good. We will uh, at this point uh, open up for media questions. You got a question for Josh? You got a question for Cody? You got a question for cousin Jake? Just uh, chime in. We'll uh, star six to get in queue. Please identify yourself and your media outlet, and of course, uh, let us know who the question's for. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. Hello, this is Nick Hausman with Wrestling Inc. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk today, guys. Uh, no problem, dude. You got a question for one of us? I'm ready to give her. I do. Uh, so uh, to Cody uh, and Jake, uh, cousin Jake, you know, lots been made about pursuit is the home uh, for impact wrestling, but uh, they seem pretty in your lane uh, uh, character wise and audience wise. Are you, do you enjoy the relationship between impact and pursuit? Well, I'll, I'll start. Um, Absolutely. I mean, when I saw that uh, Impact Wrestling was going to be working with Pursuit, um, absolutely, that was right. That's right up my alley. Right up, uh, you know, how I grew up hunting and fishing, um, growing up in a s- small rural town. I mean, that's been my life. I know that's been Jake's life too. So that's the kind of stuff that I like watching on TV as well. I love watching, watching just everyday folks doing everyday things and the crazy stuff that could happen from there. And uh, we saw in the introductory Diener vignettes when we started coming to Impact Wrestling, I mean, you saw what the day-to-day life of the Diener's is like, and it's pretty, it's, uh, it's I don't know, depending on who you ask, maybe it's normal, maybe it's not. I mean, but that's just everyday life for me and Cousin Jake. So absolutely, man, the, 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 the partnership with Pursuit uh, is nothing but awesome uh, from my standpoint. What about you, Jake? No, yeah, same. I was thinking, man, if we just sent them a couple of videos of, our day-to-day lives just like pulling each other on four-wheelers or something like that, then we might be able to get a little TV deal going. Yeah. Oh, that's just, this is good. You see, this is, this is why my cousin is my tag team partner. Cause he's smart. He's always thinking, he knows he owes me 20 bucks. So he's, he's trying to think of some new revenue streams. So absolutely. Let's, uh, why don't you, Nick, how about you, you get a hold of pursuit channel and ask them, why don't we have a, a Diener spinoff show? Because that, if we get that in the works, I mean, the, some even more crazier stuff can happen than what's already happened on impact wrestling. You shouldn't have, I mean, Josh would probably be the one to ask, not me, but you know. right. Of course. Cause Josh runs everything. He's the one that gets all the credit, <laughs> but yeah. uh, we should probably talk to Ross too, because we, we all know now that he's the one that's really running the shit. Um, and my follow-up question to you, Cody is I was doing a little research on you guys before uh, this call. Uh, I've seen that you do a lot of motivational speaking and charity work, which I was a little surprised by. Do you want to talk a little bit about the work you do? outside of wrestling in that regard? Absolutely. Yeah, I guess that surprises some people, but um, 
maybe it seems kind of out there that kind of a, you know, small town redneck guy like me is going around and doing motivational speaking, but it's actually exactly what I talk about when I go around and I speak, I go into, go into schools and talk to kids about following their dreams and having big dreams, even if they grew up in a small town. Cause I grew up in a very small rural town with less than 200 people. <laughs> there was no stoplights in my town. Some of the intersections didn't even have stop signs. It's this tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. I wanted to be a professional wrestler when I grew up, and that was my dream, and no one's going to tell me no. Um, I went on, and I, I've done it. I've been wrestling for almost 20 years now. So I, get, I go around, and I go into schools, and I encourage kids that, yeah, maybe, maybe you're not the richest kid. Maybe you don't live in the biggest town, but you can have big dreams too. So that is something that I've started to do in the last few years and gotten busy doing, and I, I love it. It's, it's very rewarding. Um, especially being somebody, like I said, from a small town upbringing and getting to go and talk to kids in the same circumstance. It's very rewarding. And I I love kids. I I got four kids of my own and uh, I I love kids. So a lot of the charity work that I do is, is all with uh, kids charities, different, different ones. Um, I work with a, um, an organization called the Rumball Deaf Camp for some uh, kids to go in the summertime um, not a, lot, not a lot of kids can afford to go. So I've helped raise money so that more kids can go to that camp. I've also helped raise money for a place called the Lansdowne Children's Center. Um, it's for kids with special needs and kids that um, have autism that couldn't normally get involved in community programs. I've helped raise money so they can have a support worker with them so they, they can get involved in sports and other local community things. And all these charity work that I do is, all the charity work that I do is actually connected to one of my fans, a fan that I've met at a wrestling show that I've done. So yeah, man, I'm really just, uh, it's something that I kind of fell into. Um, and I love it. I enjoy doing it. And is a, is a sweet thing that I get to do other than just kicking butt on TV every week with impact wrestling. So yeah, thanks for asking. I, I appreciate that. Wait, wait, real fast. Just to clarify, you, you meet fans at wrestling shows and then go and help them with the charity of their choosing or whatever cause they're behind. Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, the, the two main ones I've met, that's a young boy named Christopher. He's a deaf fan that I met randomly at a show. A uh, really cute kid. He actually gave me my sign language name. Um, he gave me – he made up my, my name and sign language for Cody Diener. And, yeah, so – and I knew that he went – so I learned from his dad that he, was, he goes to the summer camp. So I proposed to him, hey, man, I'm, I'm doing this thing. It's called Giver for Charity. And uh, I partner with charities to help raise money for them. So yeah, it's all actually connected to my wrestling fans. I partner with them and we help raise money together for these great charities. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, especially the sign name. I know those are really hard to get. You have to be like given that. It's like uh, when you get given your Indian or Native American name or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't know that until Christopher gave me a name and then I, I learned you can only be given a sign name by someone who speaks sign language. So this young boy I met after meeting me at a wrestling show went home and came up with my sign name and then he, you know, he honored me with a sign name and I thought that was pretty darn cool, which is... Now that's my logo for, for my Giver for Charity campaign, and uh, I help raise money for, for uh, charity for him and for a lot of my other fans too. So, yeah, man, that's, it's all connected to pro wrestling and the stuff that I'm doing with wrestling, and it's also a way to, you know, in my opinion, it shows the world that, man, wrestling fans are some of the most giving and generous people I've ever met in my life. I've been able to raise thousands of dollars for different charities across North America because of generosity wrestling fans, so that's pretty cool too. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, well, uh, thank you guys so much for the time. I actually have one question for Josh. I don't know if I can slip one in here real quick. Josh, no, you there? No, you can't. He, he actually, he left us. Well, you're a <laughs> Can I ask you a business question about Impact or no? 
You can ask. Don't know if I can answer it, but you can ask. Okay. Well, obviously, Impact released Scarlet this past week. I was wondering, what's the status of her her boyfriend, uh, Killer Cross, with Impact at the moment? Uh, I haven't heard anything, you know, other than what what uh, that he's still with Impact Wrestling. So I, I don't know any different. Okay, great. That's all I was wondering about. All right, you guys are wonderful, and Cody, yeah, dude, what you're doing is great. Uh, congratulations on everything, and uh, best of luck. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, guys, it's Bill Pritchard from WrestleZone. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so I had a question for Cody. Um, when you were last with the company, you were involved with uh, – more of an intergender or mixed tag angle with ODB. And I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on how you think that uh, genre of wrestling has changed and what kind of outlook you have on it, where it's more athletic based and less of a designated comedy spot today. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I've thought about that a lot. Um, Yeah, I think when I was doing that stuff with ODB, that was almost 10 years ago. And, you know, the, the world 10 years ago was a lot different. And I mean, you only saw, you know, mixed gender matches. If it was, yeah, like you said, maybe some type of comedy thing or this really special attraction. Whereas now um, it's not even necessarily special attraction. A lot of the independent wrestling shows that I do and Jake does, we, there's intergender matches on a lot of the shows. So it just shows you how different the world is in terms of their viewpoint on, you know, gender equality and everything, which I think is, is cool and is great, especially the fact that you have all these female wrestlers now that, I mean, I, I could, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I mean, they're putting on better matches than a lot of us guys. The, the athleticism of these girls in the business today is just like astronomically better than it was a, a decade ago. It's really, really amazing to see. Um, especially the knockouts that are on the roster, man, man, they just, they can give her, they know how to go. So it, it is a lot different than 10 years ago when I was working uh, with ODB. But that being said, I loved everything that I did with ODB in my previous time with impact. She is awesome. She's an amazing wrestler, amazing woman. And we had a lot of fun with what we did. And I think because the times are different, it was a special attraction. It was something that was totally different than anything that was on, on the card or happening on television at the time. So, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of the stuff that I did with ODB. Yeah, it was goofy. It was funny, but I mean, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to put a smile on people's faces and I still get people come up to me today and, and tell me how much fun they had watching the stuff that me and ODB did. So yeah, times have changed uh, for the better in my opinion, but it doesn't, it doesn't downplay the, the fun that I had in the past with ODB. All right. And following up on that again about, you know, talking about how much time has passed since your first stint and currently, but how, um, how much excitement is there for the new look tag team division, if you can put it that way? Like none of the teams that are there right now are the same. So both of you guys, like, what are you most looking forward to about these new teams coming in? Um, well, like you said, the landscape is totally different than when I was in previously. Every single team, I mean, I, I, I'm looking forward to getting mixed up with and getting in there and giving her with. But I'll, I'll, I'll let Jake answer. I think Jake, uh, I've, I've had some talks with Jake's about guys he want to mix it up with. So I'll let, I'll let Jake chime in here. I'll, I'll shut my yap for an actual minute and let, and let Jake answer. What do you think, man? 
Oh, man, the tag division stacked, and it's so exciting, especially as soon as we came in, we started seeing all the other teams that were coming in, too, like the North, and uh, and obviously the Rascals are killing it now, and even Desi Hit Squad, as much as I hate them, you know, I have a, a, an appreciation for their work. So I feel like the Impact roster in general is the most stacked roster you can see, but the tag division is, is top-notch, and I want to go as far as we can go, you know. I want those tag straps. I agree, Jake. I mean, it's uh, it's actual legit competition right now. You got a lot of tag teams that want to get noticed. Myself and Jake are at the top of that list of guys that want to get noticed. And I know uh, me and Jake have had a lot of fans, you know, tweeting at us and and messaging us and tell us, hey, give these guys the straps, give these guys the titles. And me and Jake have both said to those fans, we don't want to be given anything. We want to earn it. So we're here to earn our, our, our spot and earn our keep here at Impact and move our way up the, the tag division. And hopefully, yeah, exactly. Our goal is absolutely uh, to get a shot and earn a shot and become the, become the Impact Tag Team Champs. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Dude, we'll follow, uh, follow Bill's question with a, uh, a question that came in from uh, via YouTube from El Diablo. Uh, he wants to know, uh, Cody, you, you once wrestled, uh, you know, obviously uh, for the knockouts title on a pay-per-view. Uh, do you feel you get enough credit for being a pioneer in this intergender wrestling world? Oh, no, I don't. Um, I, I feel like myself and ODB don't get enough credit for, for the stuff that we were doing uh, back back in the day when me and ODB were tearing it up, but I, I I think maybe we don't get enough credit because there was so much good stuff going on um, on the show at the same time that maybe we got kind of swept under the rug because people just thought, oh, this is just a, a comedy act. But I I dare anybody to go back and watch that match on pay per view that I had with ODB and not be entertained by it. We went and we tore the house down. Just listen to the crowd and how into it they were on that match. And the commentators, too. We were pulling out all stops. And and uh, I, I challenge anybody to go back and watch that. And you'll see you'll see a good match, um, a great match that uh, me and ODB put on together. I'm, I'm very proud of it. And, yeah, I, mean, I don't think I do. I don't think we do get enough credit, myself and ODB, for the stuff that we were doing back then. It was, like I said, it was unheard of. Not unheard of for have guys and wrestling girls, but it was definitely not as commonplace as it is now. So being one of the <clears throat> one of the guys that could say um, back then that I had a pay per view match with with a girl, um, a competitive intergender match, um, with what's going on today, I'm, I'm I'm proud to say I'm one of the guys who was able to do that. Well, as long as we're on this topic, let me just ask you what's going on with uh, Sammy Callahan, kind of getting you know storming right into the women's locker room. Um, you know, he went, you know, face-to-face there with uh, Tessa in the locker room. Um, what's your take on, on what's going on with Sammy Callahan? Uh, I'll give you my take, and then I'll let Jake respond, too. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know where his head's at. Uh, I saw somebody recently put up a poll on Twitter, like, who's the craziest guys in the Impact locker room? And Sammy Callahan, Eddie Edwards, and the Deaners were all on that list. I think Sammy Callahan is a different kind of crazy than, than me and cousin Jake to be storming into that locker room and going toe to toe to Tessa. I've seen that chick go, man. She is one 
tough lady. Uh, I don't know if I want to be messing with her, especially if she's pissed off. So I, I don't know. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, I mean, and Sammy's always just going to do whatever Sammy wants. And I think the more that he knows he shouldn't, the more that he will. So uh, when you see Sammy storming in and doing things like that, it, even though it's unexpected, for Sammy, it's expected, you know? Hi, guys. This is Stephanie from Steel Magazine in UK, calling you from France. Uh, first of all, Ross, how are you? I'm doing great, Stephanie. How's your day going? It's probably your evening at this point. Yeah, uh, it's 8 p.m. in France. I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm back from the dentist, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> I, Cody and Jake, I'm very happy to talk to you. Um, I noticed that your your team, in a way, uh, was created for Impact, with Impact Wrestling. Um Tell, tell me more about, uh, tell us more about um, this team, or you created that, that this team, sorry, my apologies, um, and or you started to work together as a team. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say that we were necessarily created for Impact Wrestling by Impact Wrestling. Um, in the way we were... Um, it was an impact uh, manager in Scott Demore who suggested that me and Jake uh, have some matches together as a tag. And we started tagging. It's been over a year now, right, Jake? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to remember because I think that that very first one was that first impact show on Twitch. I think it was uh, Last Chancery. And yes. Man, yeah. That was a little over a year ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I mean, Jake, you can you can speak to this too, but I know the first time I stepped in the ring with Jake, wrestlers will tell you when they're in the ring with somebody, when they have that instant chemistry where you just get in the ring, you know what each other's thinking, you know how each other's going to move. Some guys you do not have that with, you're not in sync with them. But I know for me, the first time I stepped in the ring with you, Jake, I felt that, that chemistry and being in sync. What about you? Oh yeah, no, for sure. Because I mean, there's guys, there's guys you can team with like ten, twenty times, and like you'll feel all the missteps, and you'll you'll feel how everything isn't quite right. But that very first time you and I tagged, it was like, you know, PB and J, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think too, I think when you create a team, like you said, if you just create a team and come up with characters that aren't related to the people that are playing them, there's like a big disconnect. But I. <laughs> Like Cody Diener that you see on TV is actually the Cody Diener in real life, just cranked up to 11. I grew up in a small rural town. Uh, the town that I grew up in had four trailer parks in it. And, uh, you know, what you did in the weekends was party and uh, get into trouble and get into mischief and you hunted and you fished. And, you know, that was what I grew up with. And, Jake, I know it was the same for you, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't even necessarily say that that has stopped, so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? So, I mean, that's, like, actually our upbringing, too, and where we grew up and, and how we roll. So, I mean, it's not hard to, to quote-unquote, create characters when really a lot of it's just real to life and just cranked up to 11. So, yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been amazing. I'm, I'm so happy with how things are going so far. 
have a question also for one each of you. Sorry, I'm I'm a little mess tonight. Um, first, uh, Cody. Um, so you've been on Impact uh, in 2009. You're back now in 2018. Um, which changes uh, did you notice or uh, things that didn't change uh, on Impact between these uh, 10 years gap? Mm. All right. I'll, I'll start with things that haven't changed, and that is... Um, kind of the, the, the passion from the fans. Impact wrestling fans are passion, some of the most passionate wrestling fans in the world and, like, follow the product very closely, support the wrestlers very closely and are, like, passionately and are awesome. So that's great to come back and see that the fans are still all awesome. Um, that hasn't changed. But what I have noticed that it has changed um, since I was here before in 10 years is actually the passion of the of the wrestlers. A lot of the guys on the roster right now um, are newer wrestlers, um, guys that necessarily haven't had national TV exposure. My cousin Jake being one of them um, hasn't got to show the whole world uh, what he has to offer. And I'm so happy that the world is now seeing uh, what my cousin Jake is able to do. He's been doing it for almost a decade. Um, has, has it been 10 years, Jake? Have you been giving it for 10 yeah, years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just it's hit been ten. Years, yeah, yeah. So just hit ten years, and is now finally getting some national exposure. So guys like my my cousin that are on the are on the show now. Um, there's a passion and a hunger and a drive to really show the world what they can do, and there wasn't there wasn't as much of that ten years ago, and there's a lot of that now. So that's really cool to see. And for for you, Jake, um, obviously Cody is a 20-year veteran in this business. You're slightly younger in it. Um, what I'm going to say that um, what does it bring um, working together? Uh, what 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 are the things that Cody are bringing to you? Uh, advices, help, and whatever um, to help you. Let's say be a better wrestler. Maybe uh, what are the advantages of working with someone that is who knows his craft? Well, uh, Cody actually helps me out a lot in that aspect because it's like I'm still very gung-ho, balls to the wall, ready to, you know, just go out, go out and immediately zero to 100. He's been around the block quite a few times, so he knows when to go zero to 100, you know, or even zero to 60 and things like that. So he's kind of helped me helped me with that, that kind of aspect and uh, kind of guiding me on when and where I should do things. Because, you know, I mean, if it wasn't, it wasn't for him, I might just be <laughs> still smashing, uh, you know, bottles against someone's head, you know, as soon as the match starts, something like that. <laughs> I've seen you do that a few times. We gotta save that. That definitely there's a time and place for that. And Stephanie, you're in France? Is that where you're at? I I'm in France, yeah, absolutely. You're, oh you're you're in France. So me and me and uh Jake, we need to come to we need to come to France sometimes sometime and instead of bashing beer bottles over over the head, we'll get some nice uh French wine 
and uh, enjoy some French wine and then use those bottles appropriately. What do you think, Jake? Oh, yeah. I love no, 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 no. <laughs> no, guys. I live five miles away from Belgium, and trust oh. me, the best in the world are in Belgium. Yes, I've had I've had some uh, Belgian <laughs> beer actually, and that's where it, well, that's where it's at. Uh, the Belgian beer and wine it's it's a beautiful country, and I can't. I mean, now that me and Jake we're worldwide, this is this is awesome. This is the thing we're we're traveling to places we've never traveled. I mean, I'd never been right in the heart of New York City until I was there a couple of weeks ago with cousin Jake. And let me tell you, that was an eye opener from a kid from small town in the middle of nowhere to be, you know, downtown Manhattan was pretty eye opening. So hopefully we'll, we'll come to your neck of the woods, Stephanie. We'll, we'll enjoy some wine and some brewskis. Oh, whenever the door here is open. Yeah. <laughs> so. Good. I love it. I love it. Thank you for your time and and thank you for for being a, a recurrent reader of the the review. I, I appreciate that a lot. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Stephanie. Jake, we're going to go to a question for you that came in uh, from Alan T. via Facebook. Uh, he brought up the fact that Don uh, on TV has, has said that you someday can be a world champion. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that is a goal of yours. Oh, yeah. I uh, I mean, and I'm sure it's the same for Cody. I want every title that Impact has to offer. So, you know, tag titles, exhibition, world title, everything. I mean, hell, even if I can do it, I'll be the uh, knockout champion. I don't care. <laughs> I love that answer. That's my cousin Jake. <laughs> a follow up to that, uh, Jake. Do you think because you're in a tag team that your size and strength is uh, is uh, the, he wrote overshadowed? But I think he actually meant under uh, underexposed. That how big and tall and strong you truly are. Uh, no, no, I don't think that at all. I think if anything, it's almost like. Uh, you know, using it when necessary at this point in time. And, you know, it's a, it's an introduction really. Cause like I was saying before, if I just went in zero to a hundred balls to the wall immediately, like, you know, I might, I might lose it. And Cody has helped me a lot with that. So I think if anything, we kind of, uh, he helps me out a lot and we complement each other's styles a lot. So. And to add to that, I mean, I know me, me and Jake both being fans of tag team wrestling, growing up watching some of the best tag teams, some of the best tag teams ever are the ones where you do got a bigger, you got a bigger guy and then maybe a smaller guy. They're not exactly the same. They have two different, you know, things to offer. Jake definitely has that to offer. He's, I've seen Jake do some insanely crazy strong stuff that he has not even shown the world yet so i'm looking forward when i when we give him the go ahead and the thumbs up it's like yep it's time to bust that one out jake because there's been a couple that he's wanted to bust out already it's like whoa, whoa, whoa wait you know we got we let's wait let's wait on that one we're going to show them that one next just hold on so he's got some crazy stuff that he can do that the world hasn't even seen yet it's going to be pretty sweet when they see it Hey guys, uh, this is Riju from Sportskira in India. How are you guys doing? Good. I'm good, man. 
Awesome. My first question is a little general. Uh, what brought you guys to impact for this uh, run, this current run? Go ahead, Jake. I keep I keep uh, yapping away. You go ahead, man. You take this one. Uh, what brought us here is uh, kind of what we were saying before, how the, the roster is so stacked. And it's like you see that and as a you know competitive person like, like I am, like Cody is, it you know, it brings out the best in you. So we wanted to get there and, you know, show that we can hang with them. And not only hang with them, but show that we can be the best. So that's one of the things that brought brought us, I think. Absolutely. Okay. I second that. Awesome. Uh, if you had to add someone uh, from the Impact roster to the Deaners, whom would you choose? Oh, no one comes to mind right away. Does anybody come to your mind right away, Jake? Oh man, I don't. I don't know. That one's got my head wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I think <laughs> this is an out there one. Uh, I wish he was still on the line. I would love, you know, in our spinoff show, Jake, that we're gonna have with Pursuit Channel. I would uh-huh. love to spend time trying to turn Josh Matthews into a diener. I think that oh, would be yeah. some good TV. <laughs> I'm one of those things, whether he likes it or not. You know? <laughs> exactly. I think there's, I think instead of trying to find someone that's similar to us, let's go the opposite way and uh, let's force uh, Josh Matthews into some Dieterdom and uh, see if he can, see if he can hang with us, Jake. I think that's, that's money right there. Yeah, I think by the end of it, he'll be saying give her every like four sentences. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not to chime in here, guys. Josh will not last four and a half minutes at the Deaner Compound. <laughs> well, exactly, right? Basically, the first four and a half minutes will be us, you know, shotgun and beers with Josh, and then the neck, the rest of the show will just be us carrying him around and trying to wake him up and putting him into stupid uh, <laughs> situations while we have fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then find it. We can have Bernie's. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Uh, my final question is, what do you guys think of LAX as the uh, representatives of the DAC team division, the face of the DAC team division? Go ahead, Jake. Oh, man, LAX is fantastic. Um, it, it's really cool, too, watching them rise. Like, when they first got first got the impact and how much they've they've grown, even, like, like on an independent level as well, because, you know, you knew who they were, but once they actually got into impact and started rising through the ranks, like everybody wants them. They're like a hot commodity now. So it's just really cool to see. And I know I'm, I'm speaking for me and Cody here when I say that obviously we want to go against them for the titles, even if, even if they lose them, we still want to be able to challenge them, you know, challenge ourselves. I agree. I think for me, my perspective, uh, I agree is the same, but also a little bit different in that, I was in Impact Wrestling 10 years ago when there was the original LAX. So I know when they revamped um, the LAX and they added these guys um, to the mix and Conan brought them in, I mean, I'll have to tell you, I was honestly a little bit skeptical because the, the, the original OGs, you know, the original LAX were so successful and so good that I thought, man, this is going to be impossible for these guys to kind of live in that shadow but they have proved me and I think a lot of people wrong. They have totally broken out of that shadow and they've created their own legacy and their whole new team. And that, that is cool. That is not easy to do. Um, and they've been able to do that. 
and succeed doing that. So, I mean, hats off to those guys for what they've been able to accomplish by taking on, you know, somebody else's name and someone else's identity, but then making it their own and their own new thing. That's encouraging as a wrestler to know, you know, that they're, that's possible. That's possible, in fact, wrestling, to take something, run with it, and turn it into something even bigger and better. I mean, that, that gets me pumped. And I second what Jake said. I can't wait to get in the ring with those guys. Uh, okay, one last impromptu question. Uh, so did you catch the rivalry between uh, LAX and the OGs, and what did you think of it? Yeah, I caught a lot of it. I was following it closely because uh, I, I worked with the OGs originally, and uh, I was a big fan of a lot of the backstage stuff that they did, a lot of the promos that they did. I mean, um, with Eddie Kingston and Conan as the mouthpieces, I mean, those are two guys that were at the top of their game on the microphone. I mean, they can't be beat. So I was just, I got to enjoy it and watch it as a fan. I thought it was, I thought it was great stuff. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, hey, thank course. you. Guys, we'll follow up uh, Riju's question, which uh, was a, a YouTube question that came over. Uh, if you guys could just size up the Impact Tag Team Division, obviously LAX has the gold right now, but obviously you get, yourself, the Deaners, you got the North, you got the Rascals, you got the Desi Hit Squad, and who knows who else might, you know, form a team. Uh, where, where do you put the uh, tag team division right now? Oh, man, best best in the world right now. And I'm not – honestly, I'm not just saying that uh, because I'm, I'm on the inside looking out. Like, even before I'm outside looking in, I was like, man, I really want to get in there and mix it up with these guys. And then now that I'm here, it's, uh, it's awesome. It makes me feel good that I can uh, – that me and Cody can be can be held the same regard as all these all these guys. Um, it's just really cool. I think that our tag division is sincerely the best right now. I agree, and I'm also not just saying that and just being like a company guy and saying that. I think uh, a lot of fans can agree that uh, this is the best uh, tag team division in the entire world in terms of the other companies. And a cool thing about this company too is that the tag division is not. Uh, a second thought it's not just like you know just kind of thrown under the rug or just like yeah just throw a tag match out there it's actually given um, main event spots the the tag division and is seen in the same light as the heavyweight division and the main event kind of storylines the main event uh, tag teams can be right in the main event mixing it up so that's another unique thing about impact so i have to agree that it is uh it's the best in the world for sure Cody, we got a uh, YouTube question from Chris N. I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure actually how uh, PC this is, but I, I'll still ask it for you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, he man. goes. Uh, you, you some people call interest. you guys rednecks. So, what mm. is the difference between a Canadian redneck and an American redneck? Because Cody is born in Canada. Yeah, great question. That's not. Yeah, that's PC. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, well, let me let. We'll both answer that. Jake, you describe to me what an American redneck is in terms of your upbringing and what you saw around you. What's describe an American redneck to you? Uh, let me see here, because I've I've often just been referred to as trash as opposed to redneck, so I'm not I'm not sure if they're the <laughs> same thing or not. But uh, my upbringing, um, I had a I had a go kart track in my backyard, and we'd take the quads on that, or a truck, or anything really. And a lot of times, you know, you'd fly off that into the swamp, was <laughs> directly behind my house. Had a a drunk boat sitting back there that I would play on as a kid. Um, car parts everywhere. Um, I'm pretty sure I had a, a 
uh, Mountain Dew with a with a bottle on it like a baby. So, I mean, that was my upbringing. I don't know if that's different than than Canada as much, but honestly, that that that's that's the cool thing. There's hardly any difference. I think the only difference is uh, my upbringing was exactly the same as what Jake just described, except there was snow. <laughs> There's mo- just just more snow. So instead of just you know a four wheeler, when you also have a snowmobile. So you're doing exactly the same thing. You're just doing it on a snowmobile. Um, and I guess the second main thing is our beer is stronger. So uh, we got we got drunk we got drunk quicker doing what we were ever we were doing. But then, honestly, the the difference is like there's nothing it's the same it's and you know and that kind of surprises people but yeah man it's exactly the same there's just some snow involved in the craziness that i that i i grew up around all right guys well i'm gonna throw you at you one more question uh via facebook from jerome p uh he'd like to know is giver really a game plan and what is the hardest you ever gave her <laughs> uh giver is i absolutely think that is the game plan it is exact. That's exactly what I was going to say. It is the game plan. It's the only game plan, right? You got to go balls to the wall, pedal to metal. You got to give her. It is the o- o- only game plan. And uh, I think maybe, you know, the most I ever gave her, it just, it just reminded me of a, of a story that uh, Jake was just, just telling. I remember uh, I didn't have a four wheeler driving into the swamp, but uh, I had a BMX and we built uh first time I ever really gave her. Probably this isn't maybe the most I gave her, but the first time I ever gave her, I was about eight years old, and we built a giant ramp right by the swamp, and uh, it was a deep swamp, so we we attached uh, Mountain Dew bottles and a rope to our BMXs, and then we rode and and ramped off the ramp into the swamp, and then we would be able to retrieve our bikes because the empty Mountain Dew bottle would float, and we could just pull the bike back in and do it all over again. So that's my first memories of giving her really hard. <laughs> so I don't know. I've I gave her plenty of time since then, but that's just a little cool inside a uh, young Diener story for me. I don't know about you, Jake. That's that's the that's the gaver that sticks out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All righty, guys. Well, I know your time was precious, so I appreciate it, and we will wrap it up uh, for this week. Uh, Cody, we'll give you the floor first for a final thought as we uh, head into Impact uh, tomorrow night and then uh, Slammiversary right around the corner, Dallas, Texas, on July 7th. Yeah, I just uh, appreciate being on here and getting to, uh, you know, tell the media and the fans a little bit more about uh, my upbringing, my background, what was really going through my head and then the head of Cousin Jake. And I know we both really encourage encourage people to interact with us uh, through social media. I'm on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram at Cody Diener. So anytime fans want to hit me up and give her, give her with me, do that. And uh, I know Jake feels the same way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same, same exact thing. Hit us up, let us know, you know, even if you want to shoot us questions on your own, like we're, we're there to answer them. So here we are. Give her, give her. Alrighty, guys. Well, I appreciate your time very much. Look forward to uh, we're gonna do a little special thing with you guys when I get out to the uh, Diener compound. Uh, I'll last more than four minutes, like Josh will be. Oh running. yeah, that's what I said. We'll Open you. invitation. Hold you to that. <laughs> right. I thought I had you on mute there, uh, Jacob. I guess you, you did say that. Uh, but <laughs> that's great. I will. Uh, I'll take you guys up on that. And we'll uh, we'll do some fun stuff and uh, share that on social media down the line. Uh, 
Media, thank you very much for calling in. We will talk to you next week.